0: From the club. everybody. Welcome back to the newest episode of Take the Lead. It is with really the one and only John O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow social media, that's always been the same. John ohalloran Fifteens is on Instagram. The Twitter is on John bar. Halloran. If you guys want to follow the take the the social media to keep up, it is T Tailbot on both Instagram and Twitter, but like I say every single week, you guys don't follow, but it's okay. Anyways, let's jump into this podcast. Let's start with some uh, Philadelphia Eagles news. Uh, I don't know how they keep doing it. The Eagles extend on uh, Lane Johnson through twenty twenty six at uh, thirty three million uh, to his um to his deal. Uh, Mike uh, Grafalo tweeted: uh, Lane Johnson was on Eagles books for forty seven point three hundred five million over the next three years. Gets one year and. Uh, million added to that. So now he's on the contract for four years, 80.75 million with 30 million of it guaranteed. Um, The Eagles announced uh, that Johnson signed a new contract on Friday but didn't uh, reveal the terms of the deal. Uh, The move will reduce his uh, 2023 cap number from 24.2 million to about 14.8 million, saving the Eagles around 9.4 million cap space this year. Um, he said, my goal is to retire as an Eagle. That's what I'm going to do. I'm excited to be here, be as fortunate as I am to be out uh, with the team for as long as I uh, as I have. Um, you know, we've been a cornerstone for the Eagles offensive line. He's been one of the uh, football's best for, uh, right tackles when healthy. Um, he was drafted fourth ball in 2013. He hasn't allowed a uh, sack in 967 pass uh, pass block snaps uh, played over the last two seasons. That's according to Pro Football Tokus, uh, Focus. Um Those are f- he's a four-time Pro Bowl and made 127 regular regular season starts since entering the league. Um, I love the deal. I'm happy as he retires an Eagle. He's one of the like this. I just like this article said. He's one of the best uh, right tackle in the NFL, and I think he hasn't allowed a sack since it was November twenty twenty or November twenty twenty one, which is nuts. The fact that he hasn't allowed a sack in that long. Um next time happens to retire as an Eagle. He definitely deserves a steal. Definitely deserves to retire as an Eagle. Um, I'm happy they got the steal done. And um, I'm sure even though at the age he is, I'm sure he's still gonna play at the elite level like he has the last few years. No one healthy he's an absolute monster. He's a beast. Um yeah, I'm happy the Eagles are no uh, keeping him long term, he's gonna retire as an Eagle uh, that's not the only thing the Eagles did today. They also signed uh, Charles Edmonds to a one-year deal. Um, you know He has his affiliate days after the Eagles lost C.J. Gardner-Johnson, which I'm not happy about that. He ended up signing with the Lions. Um, he spent his first five seasons with the Steelers after being selected 20th overall in the 2018 draft. He has assumed 410 tackles, 5 interceptions, 26 pass breakups, and 5 sacks in 7 nine career games. Um, so right now, this, this, the Eagles' safety room includes uh, Kevin Wallace, ship among others. He'll likely compete for a starting role in the Eagles' secondary. Um, you know, as much as I wish, the Eagles kept uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. John- uh, Gardner I've read a couple of Steelers fans' uh, tweets about him. You know, they said he can be consistent, he can make good plays, and they also said he can make big mistakes, but... You know, he's the type of player you want to have on the field, he's the type of player that can make big plays, so, you know, I'm excited to see what we can do, I'm excited we can bring to the Eagles, um, you know, we can bring to the Eagles, um, you know, safety, uh, to, you no know, to the Eagles secondary, um, you know, like I said, losing, uh, CJ guard John Statue, who's lost for the Eagles, um, but, you no, know, I'm excited to see what, um, Trottmann's can do. That's the only thing that involves the Eagles. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott actually, actually just got released by the Cowboys. He's choosing between three teams: Eagles, Jets, and Bengals. Um, he was released by the Cowboys last week. The Eagles have not engaged in conversations with Ezekiel Elliott about him adding him to the team. Which I don't. Uh, which I don't really want them to bring him in. The Eagles do need a uh, running back. They did lose Miles Sanders. Um, no, I would have took Ezekiel Elliott five years ago. I don't want him now. I think he's he's not the same player he used to be. He's washed up. I think he's getting to the point where he's not going to be what he used to be. Um, you no, know, he hasn't had a good season. Good season since twenty nineteen. I definitely want the Eagles to get him. Um, you no, know, he spent the last seven seasons with the Cowboys. They drafted him fourth overall in twenty sixteen. Um, no, we you no know, the first three years in the league, he he was a monster. You no, know, he led the. Uh, League in rushing twice his first four seasons, um, he hasn't been the Pro Bowl since 2019. He's filled the top 1,000 uh, scrimmage yards since for the first time in his career since uh, for the first time in his career in 2022. Um, I mean, he he is a solid pass blocking running back. Finished uh, last season with 806 rushing yards, 3.8 uh, per carry to go along with 12 touchdowns. Um, like I said, I don't really want the Eagles. To dri- I I don't think the Eagles are going to need him. I don't want the Eagles to sign him. Because from a couple of years ago, the Eagles, uh, more than a couple of years ago, the Eagles signed uh, DeMarco Murray, who used to be a former uh, Cowboys running back. Um, and I was excited that they brought him in. I'm excited the Eagles signed him. But not that. It was just awful. I, DeMarco Murray did not fit the Eagles um, running, did not fit the Eagles system. Um, I don't think he was the same running back as with the Cowboys when he signed the Eagles. I feel like it's going to be the same situation as single Elliott. Um, though the Bengals could definitely use him um, after losing uh and uh, Perron to the Broncos. Um, Perron racked up 681 rushing yards and six touchdowns in 2022. So, I mean, maybe him and his, uh, Joe Mixon can be a great duo. Uh, maybe he can go to the Jets. Um, the Jets are trying to ramp their offense this uh, offseason, especially land Aaron Rodgers, which who knows what's, that, if that's even going to happen. Um, they already got Brees Hall. Um Michael Card. I don't know if they really need him, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, anyways. So I mean, I think the biggest team out here could be with the Bengals. Um, I just I, don't know, I really don't think the Eagles really need him. They brought Richard Perry in free agency to replace Miles Sanders. They got uh, Kenneth Gainwell. They got Boston Scott, among others. I really don't think the Eagles really need uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, if Ezekiel Elliott can back go back to his always and be what he used to be, I'd gladly take Ezekiel Elliott. But at this time, I really don't think they need him. Um, Speaking so about the Eagles, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, he actually came out and said, uh, the Lions are a better team than the Eagles Super Bowl team, which I kind of think it's a little crazy. Um, he said, um, he said, uh, a little bit better than the team that we played in Philadelphia last year. He continued, but that's just on me from the outside looking in. This team has talent; we can win the division, like possibly win the division. Everyone should uh, feel that way. But when I look at a team coming from where I come from, the team I played on, uh, won multiple divisions, been in playoff games, uh, been to the Super Bowl, this team has what it takes to be in a divisional champ. Get there, win a division, get to the playoffs. Um, I think that's kind of crazy he said that. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Lions last year, what a season they had going 9-8. And, and I think you know, the way that Green Bay Packers are going, um, the the uh, Chicago Bears, I think they're still rebuilding. You can't count out the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's going to be between the Vikings and the Lions this upcoming season. Um, I would be proud, I'd be happy to see the Lions make the playoffs, make a deep run into the playoffs. Um, but I think it's from crazy to say that. Um, but like I said, the Lions had a good season going 9 8 portion. They missed the playoffs. Um, I definitely think you have a team to get the playoffs. I don't think they are a better team than the Eagles. I think it's a little far fetched for him to say that. I think a lot of it has to do with him saying that maybe he's a little, um, a little salty. The Eagles didn't give him a contract, but then again, I did hear the Eagles gave him like a, um, uh, a pretty big uh, offered him a big contract, a multi-year contract, but he turned it down to go to Detroit on a one-year deal, eight million. Um, but like I said, I mean, I, I, I would like to see Lions you no know, compete and make the playoffs, but I don't think they're a better team than the Eagles. Obviously, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts over. Um, Over Jargoff, I'm going to take the Eagles' defense over the Lions' defense. Um, But I know he can say what he wants. Uh, The Eagles rostered eight Pro Bowls and 22 posted league high uh, 14 3 record in a route to reach the Super Bowl. I expected uh, Garner Johnson to resign with Philly. Uh, However, like I said, it's a gem to Lions in a one year $8 million. I reportedly uh, received a multi year from the uh, Eagles before it's our free agency. Garner johnson the league with six, six interceptions uh, last season. He was considered to be uh, one of the top no safeties available in free agency. Um, I mean, definitely, I mean, I, I think he's a good player. Like I said, I wish the Eagles kept him, but um, I just I just don't agree with the fact that he thinks that this Lions team is better than the Eagles. Um you no, know, he said on Monday he doesn't hold anything against the Eagles. He said we went to the Super Bowl. He said we didn't win it, but the experience that I had, I don't have any bad blood. I mean, people overreact to a tweet in free agency, but it was never disrespectful to the organization. The organization was like family. It's, uh, it's just, uh, you got to do what's best for your family, and that's it. Um, it's funny because after this, you know, he tweeted that you no, know, Jalen Hurts isn't it. Then he tweeted the Eagles fans something about the Eagles fans. I think this guy's more salty than Eagles fans. You know, he. I don't, think, I don't think Eagles fans are salty in the first place. You know, he said Eagles fans are calling him overrated. I don't think even the Eagles fans call him overrated. From what I saw on Twitter, and not only Twitter but Instagram, a bunch of Eagles fans on Twitter and Instagram were saying bring back uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson. A bunch of Eagles fans wanted him back. I wanted him back. I mean, you guys heard me say it um i don't think any eagles fans said he was overrated unless i missed it i think that's him just putting those words in his mouth i think that's just him putting that in his head but um no good for him i'm happy he got the no i'm happy you know lions gave him a deal but hopefully he can i think one of the main reasons why he signed a one-year deal is to you know uh recreate what he did in philly have another amazing season i think the way he's looking at it if he can do what he did in philly you even have a better season uh than he had in philly I think uh, uh, next year in free agency, I think what he's thinking is if I can uh, do what I did in Philly, have a better season in Philly, I definitely can get a bigger contract elsewhere. And I think that's what he's trying to do. I you know I think he's going to try to show that he, did, he he's the type of player that deserves a huge contract. You know, the Eagles offered him. Eagles offered him. when he turn it down? Um. But um. Hopefully, I said hopefully the Lions can um. No. Win that division. Get to the playoffs. Um, but I just, like I said, I, I, I don't think that team is, I, I just don't think that my team has been in the Eagles team. Uh, speaking of more football news, um, Panthers making some moves in free agency. Uh, they brought in Adam Thielen. Uh, he said, uh, Panthers had a real chance to win a Super Bowl, which uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, you guys don't even have a quarterback yet. Uh, he said, honestly, I wasn't really planning on uh, going to the Panthers. Uh, he wanted to visit, uh, there just to hear, uh, them out. Um, Because I wanted to go somewhere, I feel like I had an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Um, He said on the Pat McAfee show on Monday. Uh, When I went there, I sat down with Coach uh, Frank Reich. I sat down with General Manager Scott uh, Feeder, And I sat down with all the coaching staff, and I felt like Carolina was a place to be. I feel like there's a real chance to win a Super Bowl. So he spent the last nine seasons with the Vikings. He went to a three-year, $25 million contract with the Vikings on Sunday, which... Number one, I think that's crazy. Um... I mean, I mean, I know you can say his production went down, but your production is going to go down when you have a wide receiver like Justin Jefferson on your team. Um, you know, the Vikings uh, released on March 10th after two uh, sides failed to re-restructure uh, his deal, which he had a uh, $19.9 million uh, cap in 2023. Uh, the Broncos and Cowboys had a conversation with those teams uh, and a few others, he said. And again, the Panthers just felt like best for me. Um, no the Panthers are no the kick off a new era after hiring Frank Wright this offseason I uh, expect to drop the quarterback first overall next month. Carolina originally owned the number nine pick and they ended up uh, trading it for the number one pick to the Chicago Bears. The team have been looking for new starting receivers since sending DJ Moore to Chicago part of that deal. Um so Carolina posted fifth straight losing season after going as seven and ten uh, this past season. The club hasn't made the playoffs since twenty seventeen is one of twelve teams to never win a Super Bowl. In addition to uh, Adam Thielen, currently added a uh, veteran quarterback, Andy Dalton, and running back Miles Sanders, tight end Aiden Hurstman other players. Um, when they added Andy Dalton, that was a huge part of me going there. He said, uh, just knowing that a veteran guy that's played uh, a lot of ball can't really groom and help uh, lead a team, a uh, young quarterback that would be coming in. So he caught 70 passes for 70, uh, 716 yards and six touchdowns last year. He uh, racked up uh, 534 receptions, uh, 6,000 6,680 yards, 55 uh, touchdowns while appearing, six uh, career playoff against the Vikings. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about winning a Super Bowl, but I mean, with that division, how bad that division is, uh, the, no, the Panthers division, you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons, and Saints and Buccaneers. That's anyone's division with Tom Brady retiring. That's a wide open division. Um, I, mean, I mean, maybe they can win division, I don't know, Super Bowl, but... Um, that's gonna be a crappy division. I mean, the Buccaneers won the division eight and nine, but uh, I definitely think that division is wide open. Um, but speaking about that division, um, Baker Mayfield was saying with the uh, Tampa Bay said, "I'm not trying to, i uh, may, uh, to, uh trying to be like Tom Brady. He says I'm going, uh, I'm going to be me." He said, "Listen, I'm never going to be Tom Brady." He said during his uh, press conference. Uh, there's a reason why he's won so many Super Bowls. Uh, he's the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about that. I'm not going to try to be Tom. I'm going to be me. That's what's gotten me to this point. Uh, following Tom Brady's retirement in February, the Buccaneers agreed to a uh, one-year $8.5 million contract with Baker Mayfield. Um, so he's going to play with uh, Kyle Trask for the starting job. But... Um, so um, we already know that uh, Tom Brady led the Bucks to three consecutive postseason bursts in the Super Bowl uh, title. He led the NFL with uh, 5,316 yards and 43 touchdowns during the 2020-2021 season. Um, though they struggled in his final campaign, posting an 8-9 record before uh, being uh, uh, losing to the Cowboys in the wild card round. Um, however, um, uh, big Mayfield chose uh, Tampa Bay because he wanted to go to franchise. I was at. Uh, that was uh, stable and uh, knows how to win. He says, uh, I want to go somewhere that I can win right now. That's place to be. Um, so, this is uh, his four team. Um, now, I think this is a great, I think this is a very big opportunity, ba- uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, no, he's got two good wide receivers and. Um, and Mike Evans, oh, I think Mike Evans has been in the league for seven years. And since he's come into the league, he's posted 1,000 receiving yards ever, ever, ever since his first year in the until now, which is crazy. You don't see that much. And when Chris Godwin's healthy, Chris Godwin's an absolute monster. And having these two receivers for um, you know, Baker Mayfield, I think this can help Baker Mayfield. I really do. I think this can help Baker Mayfield. I think this can maybe improve Baker Mayfield's game. Um... He's got two very good receivers you can throw to. Um, the only thing though is you know how is Baker Mayfield. What Baker Mayfield? What Baker Mayfield is going to show up because sometimes Baker Mayfield can be a good a good quarterback. Other times Baker Mayfield can be a bad quarterback. But like I said, I think coming here is you no know, great opportunity for him. The only thing that worries me about is Todd Bowles. I don't think Todd Bowles is a good uh, head coach. But having two good receivers and. You no know, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans I definitely think can help Baker Mayfield. Um, speaking about more on uh, NFL free agency news, um, the Ravens signed Austin Aguilar to a one year deal, it's reported worth 6.25 million. Um Yeah, good luck to the uh, good, good luck to the Ravens. I'm sure that's uh, going to keep Lamar Jackson out in um, Baltimore. Uh, the Bills are among teams interested in trading for DeAndre Hopkins. uh now multiple teams have been looking to uh, potentially make a move for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, this is a Patriots, but uh, I read that earlier that the Patriots are no longer interested in him. The Cards are probably made Hopkins available this offseason. He had two years and thirty-four point thirty-four uh, point thirty-six man left on his current deal. He's set to earn $19.45 million in base salary and carries a $30.75 million cap hit for the 2023 season. Uh, buffalo made wide receivers uh, one of his parties this year uh, the Bills all pro uh Stefan Diggs um but the rest of the wide uh, up the chart currently uh features Gabe Davis and uh, Kyle uh, kale usscheker uh, uh, among others Davis was considered a potential breakout candidate entering the 2022 season but he struggled with drops finishing the campaign with 836 and seven touchdowns um even though he's 30 years old I don't I don't know do you really want to risk, um, risk trading for a thirty world uh, wide receiver? Um, but you know the fact that he missed nine games and still caught sixty four passes for seven hundred seventeen yards and three touchdowns and not in nine games last year is uh, or six games got suspended for play nine games. The fact that he did that nine games is pretty crazy. You no, know, but maybe going to Buffalo in being going to be able to play with Josh Allen and uh, Stephon Diggs and be featuring that offense. That could be a very good offense. But the only thing that I, I'm kind of you know focused on is him being 30 years old. I think he's going to be 31 by the time the uh, season starts. I got to look this up. I looked up the other day. I don't remember. Yeah. So June 6th. So when the new season starts. Uh, the new uh, season starts to be 31 years old. Do you really want to take a risk on a 31-year-old wide receiver? Because, you know, DeAndre Hawkins is going to get to the point in his career where he's going to start to decline. He's going to start to fall. Um, Personally, me, I would not want to take a chance on a 30-year-old wide receiver. You know, if I'm Buffalo you know draft a young wide receiver you no know, draft a young wide receiver that can learn from Stefan Diggs that uh Stefan Diggs Stefan Diggs and help this young wide receiver instead of drafting instead of trading for a 30, 30 soon to be 31 year old wide receiver actually, I actually want to see where the um where buffalo is for a draft pick Still so got the 20th pick in the uh, NFL draft. Um, I, don't know, like, I don't know what good wide receivers are out there for the draft. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I wouldn't draft. I mean, trade for thirty-one wide, was soon to be thirty one 31 year thirty-one-year-old wide receiver. Now, I would definitely this upcoming draft. You no, know, draft a young wide receiver, maybe someone like Zay Flowers from Boston College, um, Jordan Addison from uh, USC. But I doubt he'll be there by the time the twentieth pick happens. Jason Smith, uh, Najibia. Um, from Ohio State, uh, Josh uh, Downs from North Carolina. You now, I would definitely no draft a uh, wide receiver. Um you know, I would draft a wide receiver. I, I would not want to draft. I would not I keep saying draft. I would not want to trade for 31, 31 year, year old wide receiver. You no, know, definitely from Buffalo. I would, I would just like any other team. I would definitely try to draft a young wide receiver. Like I said, I no, Stefan Diggs can uh, take him under his wing. I uh, Help this receiver. Um, not only that, being a young wide receiver getting drafted to a team like Buffalo, being able to quarterback playing for a quarterback like Josh Allen, would be pretty damn dope if we, if we were if that was me. But uh, like I said, I I would not want to take a risk on a thirty-one uh, year old uh, wide receiver. Um, if you guys remember Ryan, who used to do the podcast with me, uh, he was talking to me the other day, and he goes, "The Patriots need to get him." The Patriots need to get uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, why? Why do you want DeAndre Hopkins? He's he's thirty years old. What we you know? Thirty-one, like I mentioned, twelve times. Um, if, draft a wide receiver. You no, know, why would you want to trade for a wide receiver who's going to start to decline soon? You know, you go. Let's say you any team goes out and, dra- and trades for DeAndre Hopkins. Let's say he puts up one more good season. Then not that, that's just downhill, and you have this guy for three or four years. Now, what are you going to do with him? Um... Now, like I said, I don't think he's really worth it. Um, but now we're going to draft, uh, talk to some uh, talk about some NBA news. Uh, LeBron hopes to return before the regular season, so he's missed 12 uh, contests uh, due to a tendon injury in his right foot. With the Lakers going seven five during that span, actually think eight and five now, if uh, I'm not mistaken, they won last night. Uh, the Lakers' final four meetings of the 2022-2023 campaign includes a pair of matchups against the Utah Jazz, as well as uh, tilts versus the Los Angeles Clippers and uh, Phoenix Suns. However, um, he didn't, uh, he uh, later dismissed the uh, report timeline. He, uh, said on Twitter that, uh, there wasn't an, evaluation today. And there hasn't been any target date for my return. I'm just working around the, uh, clock every day, three times a day to give myself the best chance of coming back full strength. Whatever well, it is, he said, God bless you all sources. I speak for myself. So he's already begun on court activity, um, and is on, on a uh, gratitude basketball movement, pr- uh, pr- uh, procession. Um, so he's this season at thirty eight years old. You know, he's averaging twenty nine point five points, eight four point boards, six point nine assists, zero point nine steals prior to being uh, to the injury. So, um, Lake Lakers right now hold the final playing tournament spot. I think they're in the ninth spot now, and just one point five games behind uh, the Golden State uh, Golden State Warriors for the uh, West number six um seed. Let me standings check this out. it's weird because when i type on google i see the lakers in the uh, the 10th spot but when i go to uh, let's go to nba let's go to nba.com nba.com has them at no the 9th seed but pretty well, no, the are 37-37 at the 7th seed. Dallas Mavericks are 36-37. and 37. So it seems like Mavericks, Lakers, and Pelicans, even the uh, Golden State, not Golden State, my bad, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder, are all tied basically for the A.C. They're all 36-37. and 37. Um, No. I definitely think the Lakers will make the playoffs. I think they'll make the play-in. And to be honest, I know I might sound crazy. This is coming from the same guy that said that the Lakers are going to win the NBA championship with Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. But if LeBron James gets healthy, you no, know, I think this Lakers team can make a deep. I think this Lakers team can make a deep run in the West. Um, no, looking at these standings, no, a lot of these teams. A lot of these teams in the West, I mean, I think the Lakers are capable of beating a lot of these teams. Uh, whoever they get in the play in the tournament, I think they can beat them. I think they can beat the Warriors. I think they can beat the Clippers. I mean, I think they beat the, I mean, I think the Lakers have, I think the Lakers, if they can make the playoffs, I think the Lakers have a legit chance to make the finals. I mean, four through eight, none of those teams really scare me if I was the Lakers, um, no, I think even the top three seeds, I think they can beat the Nuggets, I think they can beat the Grizzlies, I think they can beat the Kings. I legit think the Lakers, when LeBron James comes back and gets healthy, I legit think the Lakers have a chance to make a deep run in the playoffs. As crazy as that sounds, I think that if LeBron James can get healthy, this team can get healthy at the right time. I really think the Lakers can, um, I think the Lakers can make a deep run in the playoffs as much as crazy as sounds. No, they got the, uh, they got the, uh, so, no, this is big. Rest's uh, schedule is big. They got the uh, Thunder, that's big. Uh, Bulls, uh, Bulls again. Um, they got the Timberwolves, that's big. Rockets, who cares about that one. Jazz, Clippers, that's big. Suns, that's big. And Jazz again, that's big. So, I honestly really think the Lakers can make a, um, you know, deep run in the playoffs. Um, speak about more of the... Um, Speaking about uh, more NBA, uh, Kevin Durant is um, progressing toward a return versus the uh, Timberwolves on Wednesday. Um, he's missed the Suns' last seven contests uh, after suffering ankle sprain during game uh, pregame warm March 8th against the o- Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Phoenix has gone two and five during his, uh, without Kevin Durant. Um, he's uh, yet to show up for a home game since being acquired from the Brooklyn Nets and have the trade deadline. He's averaged 26.7 points, 7.3 rebounds. 3.7 assists, 1.3 blocks through uh, his first three appearance for the Suns. On um, the club's offense, uh, looked impressive um, with him on the floor, posting 120, 120, point, 120 120.4 points 400 possessions. Wow! Um, right now, Phoenix six, fourth in the uh, West, but holds just a two game lead on the seven seed Timberwolves. Like I said, I, I just, I think that. The West is wide open. The West is very, very wide open. Um, And it's going to be interesting when the playoffs come for the West. It's very, very wide open for any of those teams. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, for one of those teams, uh, Paul George for the Clippers is going to be out uh, for two to to three weeks with the uh, sprained ankle. Um, I got the uh, audio right here. Oh, oh, yeah, yep, yep. Into that right knee. It looked like it might have been hyperextended. Yep, Onto that right knee, it is right there. And that's definitely, definitely big for the um for the Clippers. and you know, his time time keep on for the rest of the season. Um, you no, know, Clippers are 38 35 and currently, uh, the Western Conference in five seed in just uh, 1.5 5, 5 games out of uh, needing to complete the playing tournament. Here's help off the floor and into the locker room. Um, no, he's having another great season 23.8.6.1 rebounds 5.1 assists per game while making 37.1% of his uh, three pointers. Um, that's definitely a huge loss for the, uh, The Clippers aren't going to pull up their schedule. They got the uh, Pelicans tomorrow, uh, Monday. They got the uh, Bulls. Wednesday, they got the Grizzlies. They got the Grizzlies again, which is weird. Uh, I don't know why the NBA is doing that. Then they got the Pelicans again. Then they got the Lakers, and they got the uh, Trailblazers, and they got the Suns. Um, that's no, that's that's big. Um, not having no Paul George for those games. Uh, that's that's definitely going to be big for them. Um, I don't know. Like I said, just that West is so wide open. Who knows what be. If they going to be in the playoffs by the time he comes back. Um, last NBA news I got here, which I think this is stupid. Uh, Luka Doncic was fined 35000 for making cash gesture towards the officials in a late loss to the Warriors. Um, I actually don't think they were going for the two. I- if you guys didn't see the video, he was looking at the uh, referee making the uh, money uh, gesture, which I think is yeah, so stupid. Um, you no, know, the moment came uh mere seconds remaining in the game, Luke attempted a layup that could have uh, cut Dallas's deficit down to a single point. He missed the missed it and didn't uh, get a foul call. His golden state recovered the ball uh to secure the one twenty seven to one twenty five victory. Uh he ran back up to the court, rubbed his fingers together towards official, making that unofficial cast gesture. Um That's so stupid. I mean, come on. I mean, one, he shouldn't have done it, but to get fined $35,000 for that, that's, I mean, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything derogatory to the referee. Didn't flick the referee off. Didn't do something that could have, I mean, $35,000 by looking at a referee making their hand money at. Just, this thing's a joke. Uh this was far more only a controversial moment in the game evolving official In the third quarter the Warriors awarded the ball after it got gone out of bounds, but the Mavericks mistook his signal for a um a signal for a, a mandatory uh, timeout as the ball was being uh awarded to them. Uh and therefore assumed that it would be their ball after the timeout. The Warriors scored an easy basket and the Mavericks are protesting the result of the game um basically bizarre moment. The relationship between players and official has always been uh curious but this season appears uh have reached a new low uh toronto raptors guard uh, fred van vliet uh, recently uh criticized official ben taylor by the name and was fined for it Uh, anthony davis suggested that the suggested uh that the uh, fines for the officials at the back calls and trey young recently echoed the message at one point earlier this season that the officials used twitter account to apologize for a mistake um I, i mean that's stupid um I mean, he could done something way worse. All he did was show a money sign-in. He gets fined $35,000. I mean, I don't know. I think it's stupid. I think sometimes, no, this league is a joke. Um, last but not least, we are going to finish off with some baseball news. Japan wins the World Classic, the World Baseball Classic. Manu Manu right here. USA's captain versus Japan's captain. First time they've ever faced each other. Been teammates for five years. The best against the best. Here's the pitch. Trout swings and misses. Here's the pitch. And the dirt at 102. Baseball wins tonight. He throws. Trout strikes out. Swing Um, congratulations, Japan. Uh, Shotani was, uh, summoned the ninth inning to record a, uh, a save and struck out his own teammate. Uh, Mike Trout can't write this script any better, in my opinion. He allowed a leadoff watcher of Jeff McNeil to start the frame, but got Mookie to ground out in a double play in the next bat to clear the bases. Um, he says, I can't believe it. Trout was actually the uh, last bat of the game. Shotani said, like I said, I played with him for several years. Now I've uh, seen, uh, him the most. The 2021 AL MVP continued, I hit uh, next to him in the lineup and uh, I'm the one that knows how too great he is, not just as a person, but just as a uh, baseball player. Um, so I had to give my uh, best to be able to um, get him out. Uh, it was a storybook ending, a storybook situation. Otani has been uh, a teammate for Mike Charles since 2018 when the uh, two-way uh, Phenom won the AL Rookie of the Year. Um, I mean, like I said, you can't script any better. No, Mike, Mike Trout, where last Tani, lasts, uh, in the last batter of the game. But, you know, that Japan, uh, always, always Japan has a fantastic team in the World Baseball Classic. That team's always, you know, either in the championship or they make the Final Four of the World Baseball Classic. Um that's obviously bummed that USA lost. Um, but, you know, congratulations to Japan. Uh, once again, Shoyotani shows why he's one of the best, you know, players in the world. Um, strikes out a player like Mike Trout in a big situation like that. Um, but World Baseball Classic is done. Uh, the official starts the official start to the MLB season is just six days away. Mike get my predictions for uh who I think's gonna be divisions, wild card and maybe world series prediction, you guys already know how to do with predictions. It's pretty friggin' bad. Uh, Speaking of Mike Trout, he said he had the time of his life representing the USA in the World Baseball Classic. He said, it's hard to sum up uh, into words what these uh, last couple of weeks have meant to me. I had the uh, time of my life representing the USA on my chest. Um, He also added the energy was electric uh, and uh, made the uh, WBC a moment I'll always cherish. So uh, thank you uh, so much. It was an honor to be your captain. Um, He hit... Uh, slash two ninety six four six five fifty six with one home run and seven runs batted in across seven contests where he struck out a team leading twelve times during a world, uh, during the tournament, which included, like I said, um, wow. This freaking article says a Hollywood uh, a Hollywood uh, sequel uh, strike up during the final at bat uh, of the WBC. Um, Trout cashed, uh, uh, you know, like I said, the uh, gas budget experience at the event despite uh, the, the memorable defeat. It's probably, this is probably the funnest 10 days I've ever had, uh, Trout said, pre-game, uh, post-game. Um, so he already said, uh, he said you no, know, he's already you no know, plans returns 2026. He said, I already told them I'm uh, going to the next one. I'm already in it. If I'm DHing, playing left field or wherever they want me, I'm in, Trout said, Tuesday uh, to Fox Sports. Um... That USA team was stacked, though. It's unfortunate they couldn't get it done. And last but not least, unfortunate news for the Philadelphia Phillies: uh, Reese Hopkins was card off the uh, they uh, the field, a torn uh, ACL in his left knee. Playoff pitch, and it's a high bouncer to first. Hoskins backs up in and out of his glove, and so medals will be on and Hoskins. Clutching his knee, that's not a good sign. He retreats on this ball, right there, and he knew it right away. Lift him up here, but he'll get some assistance as he goes to the cart. We just don't want him putting any kind of weight on there. That's definitely unfortunate for the Phillies. Yeah, no, bitch. no, they don't have. Uh, they do Bryce Hopper for. I don't know how long now. They don't got Reese Hoskins. No, this team just just made the World Series this past season and you know, not having Mike Char, not having Reese Hoskins is going to be huge for them um, though obviously he's going to miss the um, rest of their season but President's Baseball Operations David Brusky said Hawkins will get a second opinion, but the team expects the slugger to be up for the season Dabrowski added that uh, Derek Hall will get more playing time at first base with uh, Hoskins sideline uh, side meanwhile manager Rob Tom, uh, Rob Thomas said he remains confident in his ability to deal with uh, Hoskins' absence No matter what happens to the club, you're going to have some injuries during uh, the course of the year, Uh, and our uh, club finds ways to pick up the pieces and move forward. Um, Outfielder Kyle Schwarber impressed uh, Hoskins' embrace to the Phillies lineup. He said, it's a big piece of what we're doing. A big piece in this clubhouse, uh, Schwarber said, Uh, if that's a guy that's going to miss time, it's a hard one to uh, fill, which is absolutely true. Um... No, he's a key piece to the you know, Phillies. Like I said, the Phillies' surprise run to the World Series last season. The Slugger hit six home runs and knocked in uh, 12 runs over uh 17 uh postseason appearances. Um, no, he was off to a hot spring training, hitting three seventy five with four home runs and 10 runs batted in 12 games. Like I said, it's a big, big uh, loss for the uh, Phillies. But no, I just think this is the type of team, even without Reese Hoskins and without Bryce Harper, um, RC Reese Hoskins for the rest of the season, Bryce Harper for the first couple months of the season, I think this Phillies team can still no compete. No one thought this team was going to make the World Series. Let alone the season had make the playoffs, make the World Series. I think this team can definitely. Um, I think this team can definitely compete without those two players. But no one got to find out when uh, the baseball season comes. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. Made it this far. You guys are the best. You guys rock, and you guys will be hearing this annoying ass voice next week. Bye.